Welcome back to another episode of Nug Talk, a weekly podcast where we talk about everything going on in the NBA, but more specifically, everything going on with your Denver Nuggets. I'm your host, Loki, here once again with my co-host, Phil. Phil, it was a good week, even though we missed the game. <laughs> if we're, if we're going to be real, it was a pretty good month. It was a good month. That's something, yeah, for sure. I think we went 11-5 and five in that month, mm-hmm. and of the five losses, they were all two playoff teams. Now they all weren't all good losses, but hey, you take an eleven and five month any time that you can. So mm-hmm. that was really good, good way to bounce back from the one four start. Uh, got a lot to talk about, a lot of games to talk about. So we'll just get on right into it. So like we talked about last time, we had a very tough road trip coming up, five games basically, and I think like seven days. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot. Uh, started off in Phoenix. That first Phoenix game was. A tale of two halves. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> uh, the first half was terrible. Uh, we looked like, well, you said, you texted me, you were like, I think we're a bad team this year. Well, not a bad team, but a first round team. I, we looked, the way we played in that game, we looked like a first round exit, in my opinion, because the way we looked in that game is we would not have beat this team in a series. But then the second half happened. And then the second half happened. And then uh, everyone just started to kind of play better. The defense tightened mm-hmm. up a lot. Um, that third quarter, it was, I think, the only third quarter we have won this year. That's not a fact. As I'm just saying it I, just from feeling, because usually we're terrible in the third quarter. Feels like we very rarely do. But that was a 37 to 27 third quarter, and then we, you know, continued to lock up in the fourth. But it did go to overtime, and then eventually we clutched it out in the fourth with performances from Jamal Jokic and uh, Gary had a very good game as well. Will had a good game, and Monte. So yeah, a mixture of everyone. Who would you give the MVP to for this one? Because <laughs> there's a lot of people, and Jokic also is just killing it. So it's. Do we do we want to make a rule this podcast that we do not pick Jokic for MVP? All for except for one game. Yeah, all for one. All except for one. I'm on. Uh, definitely Gary. Uh, Gary played. I feel like he played pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe on Chris Paul, Devin Booker's heart a tough guard, so I'm mm-hmm. not really going to say anything. But he scored 18 points or 19 points, and that is that's what I miss. I miss a Gary Harris that scores 19 points for us. Yeah, no, that was really good. I would definitely um, give it to Gary because <laughs> even though again Jamal. He had a very terrible like first three quarters. I thought quarters. Jamal was pretty bad. He had a terrible first three quarters, and then he started finding it in uh, overtime. So, again, the clutch gene is in Jamal. Um, we see it all the time when it gets kind of to clutch situations. Jamal has it. He's just still dealing with this injury. But he is looking a little bit better, as we will talk about. But still, um, yeah, I would give it to um, either Gary or Will. I think both of them did pretty well. Especially Gary, uh, just, you know, doing as best as he can with hitting the threes. But, you know, whenever you get 19 and 17 from Will, you are happy. Those are good points to get from those guys. And Monte is consistent at this point, too, where it's like he's the bench yeah. best. He's the best bench player. Um, well, second best. The, pen, the other guy shouldn't be a bench player. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a good win. It was the best win of the season at the time, because it was a huge, gritty, grind-out, hard-fought win to come out and take that first one, especially with how they looked in the first half, because they looked abysmal in the first half. So to win that game 130-126 was huge. And then the next game happened, literally the next day later, because it was a back-to-back. Um, this game was kind of a back-and-forth game the whole way through. Uh, and then we kind of just... Even though we did better than them in the fourth quarter, they had a lead, but we had to come back. 
it was really just a really hard fought grind out win. It's like a lot of tough baskets. Like Jokic was not doing very well in this game at all until overtime. Um, it did go to overtime because Jamal got a very uh, nice shot over DeAndre Aiden to send it to overtime. Travel, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, but he got a very nice shot to get to overtime. And then once we got to overtime, DeAndre Aiden went out. And Jokic just beasted on Frank Kaminsky. Um, and that was a huge hard-fought win. Another great win, especially on a back-to-back. Because this was, I was telling you this, this was the first time the whole season we got a win we did not deserve yeah, at all. That's, you, and you take those. Yeah, because we had, I think, what, 16 turnovers in this game. We shot terribly from three for the most part in this game. We had no right to even be in this game, but just based off the performances of certain guys, it really helped us stay within it. But with that being said, who was your MVP for this win? I'll give it to uh, MPJ because he got a double-double, and it was a really efficient double-double, and I like it when he does stuff like that. Yeah, he shot three or four from three. Uh, yeah. 14 points. I'll give it to MPJ. That's really good. I will give it to the ref. Who did not call the travel. <laughs> also true. Fair because enough. Because we totally should have lost that game because it was 100% of travel in the shot Jamal took. But since I can't really give it to the ref, I'll give it to Jamal because he made that shot that was a travel. And he also played pretty well in this game. Uh, this three-point shot was kind of there. He had 26, 10 of 22, 3 of 7 from 3. Had five assists. So this was probably one of the better Jamal games of the year. He looked less hurt, especially in this yeah. one. I don't know if Jamal does better... Not I think I think he is really beat up right now, and so he the only thing he that can get him like really going is like a game he wants to he needs to like show up for you know most of the time. And this was a big game against a big team. This basically switched us from being the ninth seed and put us all the way up to five once we won these two games. Um, Other good performances in this game: Jamichael had sixteen off the bench. Uh, Monte Morris had thirteen. Uh, anyone else? Gary had 10, but 3 of 6 shooting from 3, which is, again, always good for Gary. And they also kind of held uh, Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiden in check for the most part. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention is Devin Booker was out in this game because he got hurt in the last game. He also missed that overtime of the last game because of an injury. He just They just decided to rest him because they didn't want him to get hurt even more than he probably already was. So, yeah. It happens, but either way, great wins. Those were the two best wins of the season at the time. And then we went on to Monday's game against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, this was an insanely close game, as they always are with this fucking team. Yep. To be honest, a playoff series between us two would be a very fun playoff series. It would be. Um, but we had a very good first half, um, like we always do. And we blew it in the third quarter, which is a consistent issue still. And I think we're just going to have to live with it because I don't see how it can change. It's happening in every game. And they're not, it's nothing's changing. You can't change the starting lineup. Like it's just a mentality thing. And I just, I don't know why they're not coming out of halves better. You could change the starting lineup. Well, okay. Yes, there is an opportunity but to. But it's, if it's working, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's so. the thing. Yeah. Uh, but then we came out third, 36 points to 22. They get on us. Um, but then luckily we get to clutch it out in the fourth quarter. Um, who's your MVP for this one? I think it's very easy. It's MPJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is his best game of the season. This is what I want to see from him every day. He did this off off, off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he got more minutes than Will Barton this game. I think that's what's going to be interesting. Is like when the season ends, MPJ will average more minutes. But how many of those games will he start? My thing, and they've talked about this, so it's a 
constant thing coming up, especially after this game, because a lot of media members were like, hey, you just came off 30 um, on 10 of 18, 6 of 10 from 3, 8 rebounds. Like, do you think you should start? And he said, which I really liked is, well, I saw how much chemistry they gained once I was out and how many wins they were getting. I just want to come in and help winning. And if me being on the bench is helping us win, that's what I'll do. So he has the right mindset. Yeah, it's a good mindset. Now, preferably, I'd rather he start. Me too. Because I want him to gain. You want uh, you want them to gain chemistry. Will Barton's not going to be our starting small forward. Yeah, I want him to gain chemistry. I also just want him to continuously get better and better. And he's not going to get better at defense unless he's guarding like some of the best players in the league. He's got to just get used to it and get better at it. But granted, we are winning games. And you said it, if it ain't fixed, don't, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. And Will Barn, even though he's had some bad games here or there, um, especially this one, this was a really bad one. He had six points, two of nine. He has been playing a decently well season. He's been filling a role this year, unlike last year, and that's what I like. Yes, he's, he's doing fine. Not so. even last year, two years ago. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, though, yeah, this is definitely the MPJ game. It showed why he has so much talent. It showed why he could very easily be the starter on team. But, hey, that six-man combo of Morris, MPJ, and Jermichael, that is... It's pretty tough to beat. Yeah, that's a nasty bench right there, <laughs> um, especially with Monte running it. So it's really good. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, Jokic still played well, had 20 and 10 and uh, 4. Uh, Jamal played well, shot efficiently. Gary played well. Um, also shot efficiently from three like team was a really hard fought win but like i said on the last podcast we won that because of mpj because mpj came up clutch with a really big three mm-hmm. at the end of that game and that was what we missed in the first time when we played the mavericks we didn't have a guy in that clutch situation to hit a shot that wasn't named Nikola Jokic or jamal but jamal was hurt um yeah. and they went into pj's hand so you'll see the huge difference of when it's mpj in the corner shooting a three then PJ in the corner shooting a three. No offense to PJ. He's just not ready to be on the closing lineup. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see when we get him back. Yes, PJ did. Uh, I don't know. Was it this game he got hurt? Uh, I'm ch- I'm looking through the games. I don't feel like it was this game he got hurt, but it might have been. He only played nine minutes, so it's very possible it was this game. PJ um, has gone injured, and he won't be playing. Um, yeah, he got injured in the Dallas game. Okay, so he did get injured in this game. Um, so we are out PJ which is unfortunate, but we did have other guys to fill in. Um, for some random reason, just RJ played five minutes in this game and did absolutely nothing. That was really RJ weird. RJ's starting to get like these minutes all of a sudden. Well, I think now it's because PJ's out, but that game was like, he came in even before PJ got out, and I was like, yeah. what the hell? There was also that random game we watched earlier in the season where he just came in for like a defensive possession, and we were like, why? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, but hey, who cares? Win. So that's three in a row right there. Next game... Uh, actually four in a row because we won against Oklahoma before the road trip started. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next game was against Miami. This was a blowout. Easy win. They were missing so many people. Miami's super depleted. They didn't have like half of the players. They didn't have Jimmy Jogic, was out. Hero, Butler. Yeah, this was a, if we lost this game, it would have been probably the most embarrassing loss of the season. But we didn't. We won this pretty easily. I think it did get close because, again, we had a terrible third quarter. We gave up 32 points and... It's in every game, so just get used to it. It's going to happen. We're never going to have a good third quarter, except for that one miraculous one we had against Phoenix. Um, But we won 109-82. We blew them out of the fucking gym. Uh, Who was your MVP for this one? I'll give it to MPJ because he scored a lot off the bench. He looked really good in this game, and I'm not allowed to give it to Jokic. Yes, we're not giving it to Jokic because he would just get it all the time. 
I'm going to give this one to Jermichael as well. I think both MPJ and him both deserve it. Jermichael had 15 and 10. MPJ had 17 and 5. They both shot 3 of 7. Again, like I said, these guys are great guys to have coming off the bench. Um, all of our starters played well except for Gary. Um, Gary didn't have the best game here, but, you know, still played decently well. But overall, just a good team win. There's nothing much else left to say about it. It was an easy team to go play. If you didn't win that, there would have been a lot of questions. But yeah, it was that was the win you had to take. Yeah, you need so. it. You can't ever you can't ever apologize for a loss. Yeah, you can't apologize for a loss. You just gotta take those wins. I know it sucked for them in Miami that they have not had Jimmy Butler for two weeks. He is back now, but mm-hmm. like without Jimmy Butler, there's no heart and soul to that team. It's the same thing with like without Jokic, we'd be god awful. I think. <laughs> no offense to the players, but Jokic just does so much for us. And then that Friday, we played San Antonio, and this was an infuriating game um, because uh, actually we did win a third quarter for once, but we started off pretty terribly. We never could get the lead, and then the fourth quarter, we really just kind of lost it. Um, what are your, again, we lost to so no MVP, but what are your thoughts just on the game with, you know, Jokic playing 35, game 35, Jamal game 20, things like that? It seems like we just kind of just, kind of got lackadaisical almost. I almost felt like we were like looking ahead to the next game. Yeah, the thing for this one is I think uh, we got tired just in general. Um, having two overtime games to start a road trip on a five-game road trip, having to play extremely well basketball. Like You've played really good basketball that whole week, basically. I think everyone just kind of tired out. Um, that wasn't named Jamal or Jokic. Um, and then also there was, again, in a situation where it came to the fourth quarter and we didn't play MPJ and a lot of people want to play MPJ. He only played 18 minutes, but he shot pretty efficiently in those minutes. Granted, he wasn't playing defense, but people wanted him over, um, let's say Barden or even Gary. Um, and they just want him in the closing lineups. That's something that, you know, could have happened. But for me, you went four or five on that road trip. I didn't expect that. That was yeah. a really good road trip. Like yeah, I you took, can't be mad at that. Yeah, you take that. That loss is fine. Like I, I know that people weren't happy because it was very much a winnable game that we kind of blew in the fourth quarter. Um, and again, it kind of came down to rotations, um, people being tired. Like Malone had a very weird rotations for this game. Like it was just, it was kind of playoff rotations. Like he just went with starting five, and then the three guys off the bench, um, in Morris, Porter, and Green. Um, like no Faku really, no Harnstein. Harnstein's completely out. Yeah, Faku got like ten minutes in this game. Yeah, so it was just kind of weird. Um, we're too, we have too many players. We have too many players, but I feel like for this that this game he could have used the bench a little bit more to help guys not be exhausted in the fourth quarter. Um, Jokic got extremely frustrated with how people were playing, and I think again it had to do with um people being exhausted not making as many cuts as he wanted or not doing the things he wanted to see but it was the first time you really saw he like kicked a fucking chair he got really upset uh that was the first time i seen Jokic pissed off um in the moment so that was kind of cool just to see how competitive he's getting and things like that but again four or five on a road trip i'm gonna take that all the time especially with how tough that road trip looked at the beginning with two games to start off in yeah, phoenix and bad. we went from I think, what, the ninth seed before that to being the fourth seed now? Mm-hmm. So that's a huge trip. You went all the way from not even being in the playoff picture to now being the fourth seed, only behind the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Jazz, who I think were just as good as, but since we had that one and four start, 
it, we just look worse. But I think we've been playing really extremely good balls of late. And yeah. that was proven in the game that we did not predict because we didn't expect that we would uh, have things come up. But we did play Utah. Huge game. They were on an 11-game win streak. Um, they were playing really nice. Donovan Mitchell came back from missing two games to play in this game because, you know, he loves he loves this little rivalry just as much as our guys love it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jokic just... Oh my God! <laughs> uh, we won at one twenty eight, one seventeen. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Jokic? Because it's I mean, all a Jokic. First off, Donovan Mitchell actually had a very bad game in this game. Well, because of course, because Gary for a little bit. No, Gary for eight minutes. Got hurt. Gary I don't even got know hurt who, in eight minutes. What happened? Maybe, what happened. It was, maybe it was Faku. Um, maybe Faku. Uh, Jokic scored forty seven points, twelve rebounds, had five assists. But who cares? He scored forty seven points, tied a career high, tied the career high. Yeah, and he was unguardable in this game. He had this moment in time where he had Rudy Gobert draped over him, and he literally went up for a layup, and then literally did like the Jamal and like double clutched, and then spun it up on the other side and did a reverse. And it was so beautiful to look to see. It was amazing. Yeah, this was basically um, Jokic's uh, message to the league that I am an MVP. I am an MVP type player. I should be in the MVP conversation. I think at this point, it's a very legitimate conversation that everyone should be having. It's, everybody should be talking about. If you're not, then what the hell? I think He's averaging 26.8 I think there's only four players right now in the MVP conversation. One is LeBron. The other one is Jokic. The other one is Joel Embiid. And the last one is Kevin Durant. Those are the only four players that should be considered for MVP right now because they all have amazing stats, but also the um, Jokic, as of late, um, and the rest of them have led their teams to exceptional records. Um, so it's just like I think it's just between those four, and Jokic has proven that he's an MVP candidate. He is, like I said, the heart and soul of our team. You take him off of our team, we are not that good. No, we're not. <laughs> um, and also, he scored 47 on a two-time defending Defensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. a guy who's getting paid $112 million or where he's getting paid to play defense, basically. And he had no fears on him. He just he just went to town. There's no one in the league who can guard this man at the center position. He if he's on, he's on. He can he can basically do this kind of every night if he wanted to. I feel like, but he just yeah. rather he doesn't choose to. I feel like sometimes he'd rather be helping his teammates out. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing performance. This is definitely one of the best games, if not the best game of Jokic's career for the regular season. I will say. Yeah. Um, but it was beautiful. It uh, was really great to watch it's crazy to see how far this man has come he's developed into a bonafide superstar he is a superstar yeah for sure i mean he is and and like it's just crazy so many people still sleep on him yeah i really do hope now he is kind of a household name not only in colorado and uh, serbia but also in other places um around the country in the united states but also just around the world i feel like he's just such a good uh talented player and we always knew that he could do this if he just got skinny. <laughs> yep, exactly. And he just got skinny, and now he's consistent all the time. He doesn't look tired ever. He's always ready to play, and he's averaging insane numbers this year that only sometimes he has averaged. Um, and he's probably going to win Player of the Month for January. Yeah. If he does not, that is an absolute joke. <laughs> I will be, I will be shocked if he doesn't win Player of the Month for January. Um, he already won Player of the Weeks for. The last two weeks of January, he better win it for the month of January. He deserves that award. He's playing the best basketball I've seen be played in Denver in a long time. 
and he's led us to a really good record. And we stopped our win streak. This team was really hot. People were saying, are the Jazz title contenders, which I don't think they are. No. But they are a good team. They're a good team, for sure. We're not going to discredit. They are a good team. They're a very talented team. They have good players. But if your defensive player of the year can't guard us, I feel very confident every time we play them in a seven-game series again. If we had to play them again in the second round, possibly, we probably won't be playing them this year. But if I we had to... kind of doubt it, but... Because um, we'll probably be on different sides of the bracket. If we had to, it seems like Jokic can just go get what he wants. Yeah, I'm not worried about playing them at all. So I think Jokic is the difference, difference maker because if your best player can't even guard Jokic... And we already saw the struggles they have with hopefully a healthy Jamal. And who knows what MPJ can turn into by the time the playoffs come around. I feel very confident of a series going against the Utah Jazz. Because also, we should have beat Utah the first time we played them this year. We only lost them because we didn't have MPJ. It's true. <laughs> if we had MPJ, I think we generally would have won that game. Because we would have had someone else to be in the closing lineup again that's not P.J. Dozier. And exactly. can actually be an offensive threat. So... Um, overall, huge game. This is the best win of the season um, just because of what they were doing and them coming into here and what Jokic did. This is the best game of the season. Also, a shout-out to Will Barn because this was a good game for Will Barn. Mm-hmm. Um, good yeah, good amount of scoring, good amount of passing, so good for him. Anyone oh, else you want to give one to? Uh, shout-out Faku Campazo for sure. Yeah, 11 he, points, 3 of 5, 2 he, of 4. He played, defense. he played so well in this game. He gave us the energy that they needed. Um, when the Jazz made it close. He was the reason why we blew the lead back open again. Yeah, again, an issue of blowing leads in the third. Mm-hmm. It needs to stop. I don't know what we got to do to stop this, but something's got to happen. It does. It, there have been some times where we went third quarters, but come on, something's got to happen at this point. We cannot be always giving up over 30 points in a third quarter. Like That's a very glaring issue that continues to rise and we've talked about on every Mm -hmm. podcast and it's not been fixed in any way shape or form and like i said there is one situation you can do um you can put mpj in the starting lineup but that's not going to start stop people from scoring 30 like it's an effort thing when they come out of the half they have to come in out come out locked in yeah like i don't know what's going on with coming out of the half and they're just like complacent or kind of tired or nonchalant like they got to figure out what the hell's going on with that because even though we've been winning a lot of games as of lately, and we're in a really good position, and I think we're almost going to get to the three seed soonish. I'm assuming we'll hopefully get to the I three or two. So. Um, right now we are still in four, but team's been playing extremely well. Like I said, January, we won 11 out of 16 games. If it wasn't for that one and four start, we would be right up there with the Lakers, Jazz, and Clippers, but we did have that unfortunate one and four start. But this team has finally looked like the team we all think it could have been and should be. So mm-hmm. that's good to know. Um, now, we were going to watch the game tonight, but uh, it got postponed. We were going to play Detroit, have a reunion against Jeremy and Mason Plumley, have Jokic just destroy Mason, and then see what Jeremy can do to stop that. Um, but it got canceled because I think someone on the Pistons got an inconclusive test. They just want to be safe. They're postponing it. You said there's stuff happening with our guys after the game or something like that. They got tested. They got they, everybody's getting tested. They haven't. I don't think I've seen anything else. Um, the Nuggets. Oh, okay. So I have news. So the Nuggets went home, but the entire Pistons are just literally just sitting in Ball Arena. This was a sixteen a tweet sixteen minutes ago, um, waiting rapid test results. Okay, so then there definitely is a positive one now then because they wouldn't be doing that unless there was an actual positive. So they are quarantining the Pistons. Yeah, they, they also said that um, the only player, the only people that um, 
the Nuggets interacted with were Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley, and a former Nuggets assistant coach, Mika Nori, who's on the Pistons now. Mm-hmm. Um, n- none of them tested positive, so the Nuggets are all cleared. Okay, so that's good. So there won't be any contract tracing issues that will postpone any further games. Granted, I'm sure we're going to get continuously tested um, throughout these next couple of days For just sure. to make sure. But as a Nuggets fan, um, you're happy that no one on our team um, looks like they're going to be uh, involved in any COVID tracing or health guidelines or any of these issues. Hopefully everyone on the Pistons is safe and healthy. Um, but it was bound to happen. I actually was thinking about it the other day. I was like, wow, we were like one of the only teams that hasn't had yeah. a postponement, it, and then it just happened. It I, I feel like happen. I jinxed us. I mean, it was going to happen no matter what. Eventually yeah. it had to. But granted, again, it's not any of our players this time, so we're not going to be missing anybody because of this, at least hopefully not. Um, you never know how things can happen with this uh, virus, but uh, at least the game got postponed we're going to get some extra days going into our next game against the lakers on national tv on thursday um this is a big game lakers haven't been playing extremely well as late but also ad has been in and out of games due to either i think it's a hip or knee issue um i think you said he didn't play today in the hawks game they had Mm -hmm. he played uh on sunday against boston or saturday against boston so again like he's very in and out he might play our game he might not i don't know yet um, let's say he did play. What are your thoughts if he did play? And then what are your thoughts if he didn't play? We'll do both. If he plays, what if do you we, think? If, if he, he doesn't play, what do you think? Because uh, we don't know with AD. If he plays, I think you have to say that it will be tougher mm-hmm. and we lose. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't play, if he doesn't play, it's the regular season. LeBron doesn't care. Yeah, he does not. Let's win. Okay. And let's win. This. I think we should win this game. And if AD is not in there, who guards Jokic? That's a good point. Um, for me, it's definitely if AD doesn't play, you should win that game unless LeBron just has an insane like 30 point triple double, which is very possible. But he would also have to shoot, I think, extremely well from 3 2, which he has been doing. But um, if AD doesn't play, I would say we win this game. Um, I won't say easily because they're the. They're the champions. They're reigning champs. They have a lot of good players. They have a lot of depth. Um, but like you said, Gasol is older. So even when Gasol's guarding uh, Jokic, like yeah, no. Jokic should still body him. Gasol's like he's showing his age this season. And so. we all seen what Jokic did to Montrezl Harrell, mm-hmm. and he's just gonna do it again, if not even worse, to Montrezl Harrell whenever Montrezl Harrell comes in. So I think Montrezl Harrell will be a non-factor with or without AD. But now the thing is, if AD comes, we have no one to guard AD. Granted, we also don't have anyone to guard LeBron, but like you said, LeBron's not going to try as hard as he did in the playoffs when he played us. He'll still try, but not as hard. AD would kill us if he plays, because we still don't have anyone to guard him. I know Millsap did very well against him statistically in the playoff run. I think Millsap held him to the least amount of points on our team, but that's not a... I don't want to see AD play against us. So hopefully he doesn't. If he does, we're going to lose. If he doesn't, we win. Yeah, that's about right. That is my opinions on that. But also, you know, it'd be nice to get a win on national TV again against the reigning champs in L.A. That would be a fun fun one to get. Um, after that L.A. game, we go on to play the Sacramento Kings um, that Saturday. It is a afternoon game, if that changes anything in your eyes about how that game will go. What do you think will happen this game, knowing that we are 0-2 against this damn team? <laughs> uh, I really am scared to pick against it. Um, fuck it. I say loss. I just, I just feel it in my bones. We can't beat this team. 
That's just sad. I can't. No, I'm gonna say win. There's no way we're losing to the damn Kings. I hope so. I expect a win, but I expect. But I, 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 but I'm picking a loss. That's how I'm feeling. I will lose my fucking head if we lose to the goddamn Kings. They have been terrible since they've gone those early wins against us. They're now eight and eleven. They've lost six out of their last ten. There's no way we. Sh- there should be no way we lose this game unless people are out because of some random COVID stuff that came up. I really genuinely think that we should win this game. We have an MVP candidate. We have MPJ back. There's no reason to lose this game. They better win this fucking game. I swear yeah, to God. It's true. It's true. Uh, next game will be against Milwaukee at home um, on that Monday. Uh, how do you see that game going? No, they, that they haven't played as well um, this season. They are 11-8, and eight, even though 11-8 and eight is enough to be the third seed in the East. Good job, East. <laughs> um, but they're six and four in the last ten. Um, they're playing. They still have Giannis. Uh, they have Drew Holiday, who always plays well against us. I don't think Chris Middleton usually plays well against us, but maybe he does. Um, but they have good players. Uh, how do you see this one going between the reigning MVP and hopefully the new MVP? <laughs> I'm picking win for this game. Um, I just not having Gary hurts, but I think um, it's going. I think this is going to be a good win, a good statement win. Because mm-hmm. I think I don't think there's I don't think if if Giannis guards Jokic, then Jokic is going to have his way with him. So yeah, I don't even think Giannis would guard Jokic. Giannis doesn't usually go after it, like go out of his way to guard the best player on the other team, yeah. um, especially not in the regular season. And then also, uh, Brooke Lopez isn't going to do it, and we know Bobby Portis isn't going to do it. Um, so. I think it's a win. I think we just match up really well against them. I don't think they're like a terrible team, but I think there are issues arising with that team. I think Budenholzer, even though the third seed in Nice, is very much on the hot seat. Not for like in the mid season, but if they don't do anything, if they don't do anything this year, he's gone. Um, and I think that team is just kind of feeling it. I think they kind of got relaxed when Giannis signed that supermax. They're not playing really well right now. Even though Giannis is playing well, no one really else is. Um, Milton and Holiday are playing well, but their bench is just atrocious. And yeah. I think that's where we're going to beat them. Our bench is 10 times better than their Our bench. Our bench is one of the best in the league this year. Yeah, if you put MPJ on the bench, it becomes really good. So I'm glad that he is there. It's working out, and we're going to keep doing it. So I say win for this. I think it'll be close because I'll give them their credit for being you know, a playoff team and a good team for these past couple of years. But I still think that's a win. Um, and then we have the last game we'll talk about, which is against Cleveland at home on Wednesday. Uh, how do you see this game going? Knowing that the Cavs are actually playing um, pretty well this year. Now, granted, they have started to lose some more games as of late, but um, they did start off really hot. They're the seventh seed in the East at 9-11. Um, they have lost six of their last 10, but Colin Sexton had 40 on uh, what the Nets. They have some good players with Garland and Kevin Love is just waiting to get bought out of his contract <laughs> and not doing anything. He just looks like a dad. Um, but yeah, how do you see this going with, you know, Drummond and Jared Allen? They got a lot of centers. Is Kevin Love like not playing for them now? No, he just he just kind of sits like I don't, I don't know if it's because of COVID or like something with his health, but he's just he's not playing. Um, This is a win. You can't lose this game. Yeah, I would say you can't lose this game. They do have a lot of centers, which is like kind of worrying but i don't know i feel like we're good enough to win this one like let's see i've already said unless ad plays that we're winning 
But then we would win out. And I feel like there's no way we win out because I know my team and they're not going to do that. I still giving us a loss to the Kings. I just don't think that's going to happen. I say we'll lose this one for some stupid reason. I mean, hey, we lost to them last year, so. I just feel like they're not going to win out these four games we talk about. Now, granted, I'll do this. I'll put a caveat on it. I'll say if uh, we win the Lakers game, we lose this one. If we lose the Lakers game, we win this one. So either way, we go three and one is my prediction. <laughs> All, right. All right, fair enough. But, um, yeah, I mean, we should win this. They they have a good team, but we are way better than them. But there are some times where we kind of shit the bed. And it's yeah. bound to happen with how well we have been playing as of late. Yeah. Um, but overall, we're playing really well. We are getting also to a point where we're getting towards the end of the half-release schedule that they did. So I'm assuming that the new schedule is going to be coming out decently soonish. You'd think. And I'm excited to see what that looks like, how they incorporate a lot of uh, teams who have missed out on games, like the Celtics and the Sixers and the Heat, um, how they incorporate those kind of back into the schedule, how it affects other teams. Um, hopefully we don't start missing games because of what happened tonight, but um, that should be coming out soon, so that'll be exciting to kind of see and have a preview on. But otherwise, the Nuggets have been playing really good ball as of late. If you're a Nuggets fan, you're super happy, super excited. And hopefully this week goes just as well as the last week did. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Nope. All righty. Well, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Please make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, tell a friend. View us on all the podcasting platforms. Subscribe there as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go Nuggets.